Welcome to the podcast where we take our guests through the quotes of their retail habits, from their best ever bargains to the times they've been completely ripped off. This is False Economy. Powered by Hot UK Deals, the UK's number one app for deals, discounts and freebies. I'm Vince Slayton, consumer champion, shopaholic and occasional stand-up comedian. And alongside me is the complete opposite of me. He's the practical garden hose to my lawn flamingo, the cash only to my contactless, the Spanish lady on my toilet roll. It's Paul Watson. Oh, right. <laughs> well, How do you feel about those? <laughs> um, I'll be honest. Do you remember we used to have a professional writer? Yeah. Uh, do you think No, maybe... that didn't happen. Oh, no, well, we had someone writing for us, didn't we? I mean, now it feels like these... No, no, Paul, this is all improvised. This is all happening Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. So we'll we'll start again. So, Paul, what do you think of those? They were great. They were lovely. Thanks, Vix. (laughs) I think they were brilliant. They were almost... um, I I hate to use the word genius. Genius is a friend about a lot. They were were sort of... um, Yeah, genius, I think. Because I I crowdsourced those, and they were the least weird of the ones I got on Twitter. Yeah, do you sh- I, I think you made a mistake of opening that door on Twitter. People yeah. can be odd. There's some uh, some real suggestions there. A lot of them sexual, but, uh, you know, never mind. So mm. uh, I'll probably come up with my own for the next episode. But, you know, it's just the thing I was trying. I was like, we don't need artificial intelligence. We can just ask humans for help. But no, I've, I've been punished. I've learnt my lesson. But it's time to meet our guest, Paul. Yes, are you excited? I am. I'm mostly excited because it ends this slightly odd section of the the podcast. Which, the vibe's off today, isn't it? Yeah, it's not gone the way that we wanted it to. Um, and I'm hoping a guest will get us back sort of progressing. It's, that's all I can hope, really. Fortunately, she is a consummate professional comedian. She also hosts her own excellent podcast, Trusty Hogs, so may well have been in this conversational cul-de-sac herself. It is the magnificent Catherine Bohart. How are you? Hi, how are you? Very well. I feel like I've been in conversational driveways. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's, that is the nature of podcasting. You're like, <laughs> I'm sure I came in here with the best of intent. You're also doing a miraculous thing, which is being ambitious enough to record a podcast before lunch, which I think is like like everyone's worst chat time. So well done you. <laughs> Great. So you're managing expectations right at the top there. <laughs> I refuse to take on the level of pressure you're handing me to. So I just I'm gonna go, no, absolutely I'll do my best. And that's all I can promise, yep. which is essentially how I feel about my um trying not to spend all of my money. I do my best, but I can make no promises. Amazing. So we're already on topic. See, this is what happens when you've got professional in Paul. Yeah. I know I can see it. In a year or so's time, this could be us. Look, I'm, I'm seeing this too, Vix. I'm seeing this too. It's humbling, isn't it? <laughs> Segway queen. So here's how this show works. We have carefully and scientifically crafted some categories to help us deep dive into your retail habits. And we will begin, as we always do, with the first one, which is, Paul. What's the best deal you ever got? You really need to work on how dynamically you ask that question. No, because I've done it in 15... It's like um, it's that Seinfeld episode, the These Pretzels Are Making Me Thirsty episode. I feel like it's that. I've delivered this line 150 times. Like, and the stress is now going weird. You know, when you say something enough, yeah. the stress goes weird. It's like, what's the best deal you've ever got? Oh, no, that's odd. So, yeah. Words lose all meaning. Yeah. It's all I think about, <laughs> yeah. really. Yeah. This is such a hard question to answer because I... I will buy anything that pitches itself as a deal, which means I think I've not gotten many very good deals. Like, you know, when you get to the end of your online shop and it's like, how about these 74 things you once bought one time? And I'm like, 
it's crazy that you know me so well. And also, did someone say 15p off a thing I wasn't even going to buy? I think I'll spend 10 pounds on it, please. So deal feels like such a stretch for me. Um, my dad used to have this technique, which I feel like maybe is the best deal I've ever gotten because I, I now do it at any time I see this like we used to have like an an estate fair kind of thing where everyone would just go out into the green and then there'd be like games and maybe like an egg and spoon race or a potato sack race but there used to be this thing that was like whoever can eat the most donuts in a minute with oh without licking their lips that's an important detail without licking their lips all right and my dad would always pick up a donut take a bite lick his lips and say thanks so much for the donut and then crack on <laughs> and to me that was the definition of a deal i was like he got exactly the right amount of donuts that you would want he enjoyed it <laughs> ideal scenario is that a deal or a swindle i'm not really sure i think that's a hack that that fits that fits with the it, it's a limited use hack i mean it, it only applies to like donut eating competitions my so- nanny used to eat grapes before she bought them in the Grocers, that was a thing. Oh, fantastic. I can't wait to be the, the age of a woman where people just let you eat the food in the supermarket or we get in the bus and go, I'm sitting there. Stunning, stunning. The best deal I've ever got, to be honest with you, is probably, this is a very honest, maybe I shouldn't share this, but basically, if you do comedy for free for long enough and debase yourself sufficiently, people will send you sometimes clothes for free now i don't know if that's a deal but it feels to me like still the most miraculous absurd thing that's ever happened to me so for the price of sharing all of my secrets dying a death on many a stage and getting night buses to cardiff occasionally i get a branded tea is it stuff that you want how often is it clothes you would wear if they weren't free i'm a brand like i'm a a deal whore so I'll, not a brand whore I can't wear anything but I will yes insofar as like I'm still at the stage of money making where I'm like free you said free um so maybe that but otherwise I would say the best deal I've ever gotten is um these are such boring answers I'm sorry guys okay so one time I bought a set of glasses in Sainsbury's of wine glasses I live a very luxurious life Ooh, and it was reduced from eight pounds Eight pounds to two pounds because one of the glasses was missing. Got home, the glass wasn't missing. Oh. I got the full box for two pounds. And that was like, honestly, a euphoric day. I took the rest of the day off. Well, that's, that's fair. <laughs> that's two pounds. Yeah, six pounds of extra value there just for six someone not noticing pounds. there wasn't a glass in there. I've been paid less than that on a bucket split for a gig. Oh, yeah. Well, me too. And usually when I've bought a drink as well, because it's been such a bad night, I've spent six pounds on wine. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm into negative equity almost immediately i've paid to do multiple gigs sure i've never heard of a bucket split but it sounds awful what a nice life you live yeah (laughs) i I, I sort of don't wish that you've ever experienced this so people put money in a bucket like voluntarily and then it just gets divided between the acts basically that's what i'm presuming happens oh right okay fix am i right in saying that what we do is we work and then at the end you beg people to pay you for that work and then yes. they pay you less than you would have thought. <laughs> Do you think that was worth anything? If so, can we please <laughs> just like some of that? <laughs> the closest thing I've got to that is, um, and this is a, I, I wrote a book uh, ten years ago. It's the only only book I'll ever write, um, and people quibble at paying for it. But people quibble at paying six pounds for it, and I'm like, six pounds? It took me over a year to write it. 
like six pounds. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> so who are they quibbling with? Are they like me. on Amazon? They asked me for a freebie. They, <gasps> they, they sent me messages saying, don't suppose I could get a copy of your book? And I'm like, I guess, but it is like six quid on Amazon. I mean, like... There's not many things you could put that much time and effort into and people would be like, oh, six pounds. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's like comedy, but you get six pounds. <laughs> <laughs> right. And one day you get a free T-shirt and it's a bargain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something you bought because it seemed like a bargain, but you wish you'd spent more on in hindsight. This isn't a very funny answer, but you know what I think is true is that, is it like, Terry Pratchett, who basically somebody said that the rich buy once and the poor buy twice, which yes. is to say that like when you buy things because you desperately need something, but you can't afford quality, you end up buying things to have to replace that multiple times. I yeah. have bought at this stage four actively bad chest of drawers. <laughs> I know for the price of two, for the price of two, I could have just had a decent chest of drawers. And yet every time I give my money to Wayfair and they send me approximately 87 pieces of wood and what I can only describe as a riddle in place of instructions. <laughs> yep. And I build that thing ineptly. If I'm lucky, 75% of the drawers work at the beginning. <laughs> and then it lasts me a year, maybe three and we do the dance again. I knew it was Wayfair. Yeah. I would say that is the answer. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely knew it was going to be Wayfair. I have experienced the same thing. And it's like, mm-hmm. have I missed the weight limit on this straw? But it's like there are yeah. seven pairs of tights in there, five of them with ladders in. We've had exactly this. And we I can't remember why it came up, but somebody uh, we were discussing this with was like, well, you're overfilling your drawers in a very stern way. And I was like... Yeah, but what are you talking about? What, yeah, we we got to, we've got to put the clothes in the drawers. That's that's the contract we're signing here. Like, if I start doing what the drawers want me to do, I, I, I will fill those drawers as I see fit. That, that's all I'm gonna say. Here, right? here. yeah. <laughs> I'm like your your drawers open so you can fill them. Fast. You're already ten steps ahead of me, Paul. Ten steps. I lost ahead. one the other day. We lost. <laughs> We're one down. We yeah. lost one. There's a drawer in one of mine that's like, that's been closed for so long. I don't remember what's in there and I assume I don't need it. Yeah, just throw it away. Because I haven't had access to it in such a long time <laughs> that even when I do get it open, I don't have to go through it. I can just throw that away because it's no longer relevant <laughs> yeah. to my life, apparently. You did not need it. I've still got boxes from my move four years ago that I haven't unpacked. I'm like, I don't need that stuff. They're like a little time capsule. Like, who was I four years ago? Throw them away as a gift to yourself. If you haven't needed them in four years, you don't need them. Throw them Marie away. Marie Kondo style. But even Marie Kondo doesn't want to Marie Kondo things anymore. She's got a child now. She's too busy. <laughs> that was a revelation. She's she's on record. <laughs> I really respect the hell out of that. Yeah, it was novel when I didn't have children or like responsibilities. Yeah. But now I think you can all tidy your own yeah. heads as I'm barely keeping on top of my life. Fair play, I made Marie. money from it. I was wrong. What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Fair play. So, Catherine, who do your social media adverts think you are? My social media adverts think that I am a woman who dresses up, like I'm talking dresses up to work out. Oh. Mm. Yeah. They're like, so you're going to the gym and you're going to want an eight-piece outfit <laughs> and you're going to want to spend... 400 pounds on it i'm like i don't even have a gym membership and it's like no 
trust you're gonna want to look cute on that run and i'm like i haven't run in a year <laughs> and they're like yeah but surely you're gonna want to wear leisure wear while you shop and you're like i genuinely don't like i have no use for this i don't know my algorithms think that i stretch more <laughs> than i do what do you reckon that is <laughs> what are you happening. clicking i know that's also the thing is like i get it i'm a white woman mid-30s i don't have children it feels like I should be super into yoga. And listen, I do the yoga with Adrian videos, but I do them in my yes. pants. Do you know what I mean? I do them in my pants and my dad's old t-shirt because no one can no, see true. me. It also thinks that I am um, ready to be a new homeowner. Does a lot of like, so you're saving for your first home. And I'm like, it's like you don't know what my job is. <laughs> um, didn't you just hear how much I'm spending on chests and drawers? And eventually I might be able to build a house with the wood, the timber I can just use for a shed home. Um, but no, yeah, I think it's it's oddly mixed me up with either um, a woman who's like not got children and is super into yoga or a woman who wants to look amazing on the school run, neither of whom am I. Mm. Yeah, I get occasionally that kind of stuff, but like quite fetishized stuff. So it's like, oh, that looks nice. And then there's like a hole in an unexpected place. Like the whole thigh is like made of fishnet. It's like, no, mm -hmm. don't want that. Thank you. Or egg freezing mm -hmm. because I'm 38 and I haven't clicked on any babies. So that's a thing. I'm also getting egg. Well, I'm getting a step before that. That's like, do you even know what your fertility mm. situation is? Because you could definitely pay someone 275 pounds to do a blood test that will tell you very little about that. <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> oh, good, thanks. <laughs> Yeah. So Paul, yeah, you just get like football kit stuff, don't you? Yeah. I mean, the gym, the gym for me, like I do go to a gym, but it's very old school. And there's a very like there's this unspoken rule as there should be in gyms. Nobody makes eye contact. We all go about our business in our own ways and we get out of there and we never speak of what we saw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's almost actually it's kind of a good metaphor for life. Um, Everyone in gyms. So I worked in gyms for a little while. It's hard to believe, but I did 10 years ago. And um, actually, the thing I learned was that everyone thinks everyone else is looking at them in the gym and all anyone is looking at is themselves. Mm. Sort of a metaphor mm -hmm. for life there. Paul, it feels like you're a man saying that because I hear you. I do hear you. But sometimes in gyms, they really are looking at you oh, maybe. and talking to you and explaining to you how to do obvious things like how to pick up a weight or use a treadmill as if they, a, I'm going to say, stock managers are better at <laughs> training than you another random person who's also guessing as they go so i do hear you i agree with you but also leave women alone in gyms oh that goes without saying please do leave women alone in gyms yeah, this Bloody is a public hell. service announcement we don't want help and if we do you know who i'm gonna ask the person who works there yes. yeah do you know what oh. though a warning on the person who works. So I was, I was a personal trainer. <laughs> Sometimes it's Paul. It could be you. This, be is, no, no. <laughs> this, this is like genuinely an amazing story uh, in terms of how bad personal trainers can be. And I'm sure there's lots of good ones, but I trained as a personal trainer. And alongside me training was this guy who uh, his sense of humor was perhaps a little bit uh, basic. Uh, you know, I'm talking to two trained comedians here. His favorite joke was to get a really lightweight pretend that it was incredibly heavy and say, oh, I bet you can't lift this. They've messed this up. So he'd pick up like a five kilogram dumbbell. He's a big guy. And he'd be like, something's going wrong uh -huh. here. This weighs about 30 kilograms. I can't lift it. And he'd like strain. <laughs> Nobody fell for it ever. Nobody. Everyone was oh, like, oh, no. it's just, 
one time, we, so we got through all the qualifications. We were doing all these sessions together to qualify. We got through and I was like, Jesus, thank God I'll never have to see him again. He ends up working at the same gym as me. In, it, <gasps> no! in his first week, he gets a client, really impressionable client, wants to do the right things. The guy tries the joke on him oh. with a five kilogram dumbbell, oh. lifts it up, whacks himself in the nose, this poor client, breaks it, blood everywhere. Oh. He's sacked. Gone. <gasps> Uh, so, like, I, I took the liberty of looking this guy up. Uh, I remembered this story, looked him up 12 years later. He's a very successful personal trainer. Like, he charges 80 quid a session. 80 pounds! Anywhere where you meet somebody and they say, go for a run, and you pay them 80 pounds an hour when, like, capitalism could have just told you you're a piece of shit. <laughs> we're anyway. in the wrong business. It's crazy to me! She said the personal training thing. Because <laughs> that Honestly? sounds like a, a racket. <laughs> Our promise, we won't break your nose. <laughs> What's the best thing you've ever splashed out on then that you absolutely did not need? What is your premium, most premium bougie item? I'm quite bad at spending money on bougie items for myself. I have a huge Catholic guilt, tremendous sense that uh, if you have a shirt on your back, you should give it away. And also like a real Irish sense of if you don't own a property, everything you do should be about saving for a property until you own the property, at which point you should spend as much money as you can on locking in the property so that your mortgage is paid and then you die. Um, And so the idea of spending on anything sort of excessive is really hard. But in my middle age, can we say 35, 34, middle age? No, start of my middle age. Start of We're my middle age. older than you. Yeah, on it's, this only, call. it's only okay. middle age if you have a very low expectation of how long you're going to live. And I do. Right, fair enough. <laughs> and I do. No. I guess I should say like mid 30s. I have accepted that a couple of things make me joyously happy and I don't need them, but they are the things that I would consider bougie are I now always have, even if they're just daffodils, fresh flowers. And I always have a nice, and I do mean a nice, candle. Oh. And I know that this explains the algorithm and why they're like, oh, she also must be into (laughs) yoga. I hear it as I say it. Fresh flowers and a nice candle and therapy Mm. are my bougie expenses. Not through better help, though. They sponsor loads of podcasts, though, so I probably should stop slagging them off. Call us. Tell us why we're wrong. For sure, for sure. We'll have an episode where we just shamelessly go back on everything you've said in a really fake way. And then it'll be sponsored by them from there on, right? Maybe and... I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Better than I thought yeah. better help, yes. <laughs> My mistake. <laughs> right, last question. The worst you have ever been ripped off. I paid £9,000 for a master's in a drama school. <laughs> I feel the same way about my journalism degree. <laughs> it's really frowned upon to say it, but yeah. I mean, obviously that, that's a fucking scam. What are you talking about? Yeah. It was a- absolutely, like, it was hell. I was surrounded by people just singing things they could easily say. Um, failed actors teaching classes they had no belief or interest in. And I want my money back. It's hell. Yeah, that is the biggest scam, the biggest swindle. Right, Paul, good news. It's time for the quick fire rounds. This is yep. where, Catherine, I will give three products and you compete against Paul to guess how much they cost. And they're getting weirder okay. as time goes on. They're getting okay. weirder and they're making, I mean, it makes everyone feel uncomfortable. Let's be honest. You ready? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm as ready as I ever am, which is like, Ah, scarcely ready but yeah so 
in honour of the upcoming coronation, I want to know how much you could expect to pay for a life-size cutout of King Charles. It's a king-size cutout. How much? Literally, it's like he's in your lounge or wherever you put the cutout. I've got a Nicolas Cage one and it is worth every penny. Who goes first? Paul, are you? Yeah, I'm happy. I mean, honestly, what are we putting a price on here? A literal cardboard cutout of a the king. A cardboard cutout of, I guess, what we have to call the king. Yeah. Um. I mean, in fairness to him, he is technically the king, isn't he? It Despite... is. It's it's the correct title. It's the it's correct title. Whether it's the correct he's thing, on the whether stamps we should have a now. mic at all, and that's another thing. Well, it's a different podcast entirely. Um. <sighs> I don't know, 20 quid. Okay, 20 pounds. Catherine, any advance or reduction on 20 pounds? So obviously I you'd have to pay me to have a life-size cut out of a monarch, but um, I'm going to say 17.99. Oh, okay. Uh, well, Paul, you are technically the closest because it's 39.99. Fuck off! Yeah. Yeah, my view is it shouldn't be worth any more or any less than a cardboard cut out of any other human being. So are they putting a, putting a markup on this because it's the king, are they? Well, you can get, yeah, because I've just, for fun, just Googled other cutouts that are available and you can get Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip for, it's reduced, <laughs> $69.99. <laughs> what? Well, also, you could just, like, sell a tape a bunch of boxes together, write cunt on and be done with the same <laughs> thing. What are we all doing here? So technically it's a point to pull, but nobody wins. Nobody, nobody. wins when it comes to that. No. Right? Okay. On to the next Bloody thing. Hell. How much do you think, what's the cheapest you can get, a literal piece of island? A two-inch squared piece of Irish sod in a display case. It's a tiny bit of island. How much? This might be a money-making scheme for you going forward, Catherine. I mean, it already sounds like one. It sounds like a thing we're selling to Americans. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a thing we might be selling to the English, but we're certainly selling to the Americans. I mean, it's not farts in a jar, but it's close. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. It feels like, I assume they're selling this on peat farms or in some sort of tourism scenario. So this is on Etsy, this listing. Wow, that is a joke. That's just from some lad's garden. That's so funny. It's low in Um, stock at the moment. (laughs) They're running out of Ireland. (laughs) The seller is American Irish products. Of course it is. That's a joke. They're selling it to Americans who pretend they've got Irish heritage. He brought it back personally from a trip there, apparently. Who say things like Happy St. Paddy's Day. <laughs> mm. And you're like, is that a tea you've put in there? That's hell. Sod or turf is a fuel source used in Ireland for hundreds of years. They've done the work here. It is cut from bogs using a sleen, a two-sided shovel. Have you heard the expression, a wee bit of the old sod? <laughs> I mean, oh, they're really, they're selling a real geez. dream on this website. So how much do you think the, this, the audacity of this person? <laughs> 20 people have got it in their cart right now, according to Etsy. Fuck off. This is hell. Um, $15. $15. It better not be more. I'm I'm going to go more. I'm going to go 20. I really disapprove. I'm going to put on record I disapprove of both items so far. I shouldn't exist. I'm just going to put that in Me as too. a caveat. Fair. But $20. And can I say that I also think the people who buy either of these items deserve to be ripped off in such a big 70 way. 70 people have done it so far for- and it's got what? 4.8 on average. Mainly like the shipping. <laughs> <laughs> so you would expect to pay £18.71 in British pounds plus postage and packaging. So it's another point, Paul. Oh my God. That's awful. It's really dreadful. People are idiots. People are the worst. <laughs> they are. People are the absolute worst. Absolute also, that I feel like it should be an offence of some type. 
you can't just sell bits of Ireland to someone else. You can't just take things from the wild, I thought. No. Yeah, I agree. Okay, last but not least, it is a human-sized dog bed. If you've ever Where? looked at a dog's basket and thought, I wish I could have that for me, uh, good news, it is for sale <laughs> at a website called myfluffle.com. <laughs> this is awful. I've slept on a dog-sized human bed. But this way around feels I mean, it weird. looks comfy, but how much would you expect to pay? Is this a kink thing? It's a padded, yeah, I reckon so. It's a padded basket. Looks really soft. Room for, room for two people, I'm just saying. We used to just do stuff like ham. You used to just ask me how much ham cost. Now look at what we're doing. We need to have a real look at this direction <laughs> we're going It's machine washable, Paul. It's made of orthopedic foam and memory foam with a waterproof mattress cover. And there are two soft cuddle cushions. I feel like it's a... Why is there a waterproof mattress cover? Yeah, that's damning. And I feel like it's a memory. You don't really want a phone to keep that one. I don't feel Um, good about it. No. I don't know. I mean, I'm just going to get it done. I'm going to say... I'm going to say... Thirty pounds, but I, I don't know. I mean, for a bed, you off your head? Oh, sorry, it's like a full bed. It's a human-sized dog bed. Oh, right, it's oh, like it... human-sized. Oh, fuck, right. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, jeez. Oh, you could easily right? fit in there. What's this? Oh, god. All right. Um. Six hundred pounds. I. I don't okay. know. Okay, Catherine, for this completely legit wholesome item. <laughs> oh god. I'm gonna go with three hundred. Oh, I think it's Paul for the point again. So, How? £447. <laughs> no, I think that's Catherine. <laughs> By £3. Yeah, I think so. so. Oh, it's yeah, it's just, just oh, and you can get it in creamy beige yes. or comfy grey. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Wow. So, Paul, you've won, but it's it's always a hollow victory, isn't it? That we know these items exist now and we can't unknow it. Well, it, it's it's a hollow victory. when it's, it's becoming hollow because of the types of items we're talking about here. I think next time, can we do a really wholesome one where it's just like nice stuff? It used to be like adopting an otter and stuff like that. And now look at where we've come to. And if that's what the market's dictating We've just decided us, it's a kinky thing. Maybe I it's haven't. completely legit. No, oh, Catherine did, to be fair. I have. It definitely <laughs> is. An adult-sized dog bed with a waterproof mattress. <laughs> Sounds bad. <laughs> Sounds bad. I'm sorry, but the facts are the facts. That is a king thing. <laughs> and I want no part okay. of it. Okay, I won't send you the link. Right, so if we've enjoyed yes. this, where can we find you, Catherine? We've reached the end. And I'm sad about it. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you for having me. I've had such a nice time. I really need to think about my expenditure. That's what I've learned is I need to have a think about what I'm doing with my money. Although I will say the dog bed Don't slash buy that. cut out slash did make me feel better about my choices. Don't buy that. Where can you find me? You can find me uh, on my own podcast. It's called uh, Trusty Hogs. It's amazing. I'm a huge fan. Thank you. Yeah, or I do that with Helen Bauer. Or you can listen to my podcast called Shared Baggage, which is on Audible. That's with Larry Dean. And if not, I'm just at Catherine Bohart on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. And I'm doing a load of live shows, trying to work up a new hour. Um, so I'm doing lots of work in progress shows. So if you'd like to see me figure out if something's funny or just a bleak <laughs> diary entry then i will be near you doing that <laughs> getting some in-room exclusives yes and then never will they be heard of <laughs> yeah. amazing i can't believe that's it thank you for having me guys thank you so much for coming in and doing it well metaphorically coming in and doing it thanks for listening and uh, if you enjoyed it please rate it and review it because that's how more people find it if you didn't enjoy it well it was free so uh bollocks to you uh if you didn't enjoy it, it was trusty hogs 